You're about to enter Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, please search for us on iTunes. Uh, look at Nowhere, California, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Nowhere, California. Please hit like. And as always, we are very hungry for your feedback. So if you have any requests or anything like that, please send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Welcome to Nowhere, California presents our conversation with James Bresnik. Hey, it's Josh, and I've done enough of these, so you, you listeners should know the drill. Um, I'm going to be sitting and talking with a great filmmaker on the phone, and you're going to be hearing about his new project, and project that I was lucky enough to check out with this great filmmaker, James Bresick, is his film Pernicious. This is a horror movie of horror movies. This is a pretty good movie. It's based in Thailand. These three uh, female leads go to Thailand to teach kids English and stumble into something very demonic. As always, I can tell you everything under the sun about this movie, but that'd be a waste of time. So here is a conversation with James Bresick. We are now joined by James Bresek. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? Uh, pretty good, man. Uh, I had an early shift this morning. Now I'm doing what I want to do is talk to a great filmmaker. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for having me on the show. And we're saying that I'm a great filmmaker. That's very kind of you. <laughs> it, honestly, in the world of horror lately, it's hard to find something as good as your movie, uh, Pernicious, right? That's the correct way to pronounce this, right? Yeah, pernicious. Pernicious, cool. Um, there's a lot of different ways I like to jump into these interviews, um, and this has became like my go-to. When did your passion of filmmaking begin? So, I mean, I've always liked movies my entire life, but I really wanted to film um, when I was younger. My dad got very sick, and um, you know, he was having a liver failure, and uh, you know, all I could do with him was watch movies. Like. Every day I'd come home from school and go up to his room and we'd watch movies together. That's when I realized, like, you know, film was something that, like, everybody could share. And I really wanted to uh, create stuff to, like, you know, share with people. So I, I became very narrow-minded. only wanted to do film. Uh, <laughs> that was, like, my entire life. And uh, thankfully my, my dad got better. Um, I'm still watching movies together to this day. You know, we just saw Poltergeist guys the other day together. How was that one? Uh, no comment. Uh, that's that's what I've been hearing lately on that one. Um, but to quickly move on away from that, um, have you always had your uh, sights set on the world of horror when you were starting? Yeah, I've always had like you know an attraction to horror films. Uh, I always like you know how horror films are like uh, dark fairy, dark fairy tales for adults. You know, like the violence within the movies are, are always a basic watch, but really just like how you can take a, a role and and just kind of morph it and change it into whatever you want um, is kind of like that, that magical element to horror was always uh, so interesting to me. And so, so, you know, taking like ordinary people and putting them in extraordinary situations. That's a good way to look at the world of horror. Um, were there any filmmakers that you looked up to as you uh, began your career in film? I've always had a love for the films of Eli Roth. Um, you know, I, I remember, uh, you know, Cabin Fever was one of the first movies I actually went to special features on. <laughs> um, you know, so I, and, and Hostel is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I also, you know, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, um, uh, 
Park Chan Wu, um, Stanley Kubrick, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, some great people to be looking up to, man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and Martin Scorsese as well. Oh yeah, definitely Scorsese. Um, I like few years back I had a chance to meet Eli Roth at Amoeba in Hollywood and he was just an amazing person to talk to yeah Eli is one of the greatest people um, I'm a huge fan of his movies and you know I'm a huge fan of him as a person I had the pleasure of working with him recently he's a, he's a very very nice guy um, and he's just uh, he's so passionate about uh, you know horror it's it's, you know, it's, it's infectious and it makes, it makes sense why he is you know that is very true um, how did you fine tune your craft of filmmaking and did you uh, go to school for it or did you just go kind of trial by fire you know I was in film school for like a week you know dropped out and uh, I like to think of like every film as my film school you know I've, I've made 11 features now well actually I'm in production on my 11 feature film so and each time I do it I learn something new um, so you know I, 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 I get better as it goes along I, you know I've been doing this since I was 18 and now I'm 23 years old so you know I mean I'm still very young but when you think about it that's like 5 years of making so um, it's kind of interesting in the long run uh, you know because I've learned a lot and much more than I think I would have ever learned in school that, that's definitely a good way to look at that um, where did the story for Pernicious come from and what inspired the script talking about the origins of it during the movie that there was reality to it and now that I know that it is true it's insane <laughs> that you ran across or were there any uh, speed bumps during that time? Thai, they didn't speak English. So it was very 
know, interesting in that respect. But like, you know, we learned how to, I learned how to communicate and we learned how to communicate and, you know, run effectively. I spent like three months in Thailand. Another thing is, uh, you know, we dealt with the floods. We shot during monsoon season. So like, while I was in Thailand, you know, uh, it, it was raining super hard and there was floods. So not only A, did the rain cause sound issues, but B, remember that shot where they come up to the house on the boat and they stop at the pier and walk up the pier to the house? Yeah. Um, more of the shot though that like i would never have guessed that to be the front lawn i totally thought it was like a house like on the riverbank basically yeah it definitely adds to the movie it's one of those happy accidents I feel. that's that's pretty nuts um how was it working with the casting you, you were talking about the crew a little bit but how was it working with the casting crew during this uh filming is kind of one of those rare ones where you're so like in the world of horror it's kind of the norm for the villain or the main killer to be male but it, it's prominently female as the uh, attackers um, what are your thoughts about that kind of history in film and what made you kind of decide to take the I guess the female route for this a great way to uh, take that path um, we talked a little bit about the the violence in this movie and there's some great uh, shots in this movie let it be known I mean maybe, maybe it ends up being negative that I say this but I had a movie with three beautiful strong female leads and 
That is true. That is very true. Yeah. And, you, and obviously, I wasn't shy about showing anything else because there was a lot of violence. Yeah, that is true. And <laughs> honestly, the fact that no nudity um, kind of is a, uh, I guess, it would be the, you could be commended for that because you'd think like in this type of movie it'd be left and right, but like you said, with uh, the strong female leads, the brutality is the thing that needs to be there. And speaking of the brutality, um, how did you develop the special effects shots? Were They seem to be more practical than anything else. Yeah, it's like a lot of practical effects. And I worked very closely with um, Jeremy Cruz, who is my effects artist from Toad He's the effects wizard behind movies like August Underground, um, which is a, a movie that's a snuff film that was considered to be so realistic looking that like, you know, police looked into it um, and you know he's such a, a genius when it comes to effects I mean the man is so brilliant and I've worked with him ever since um, so we worked together very closely you know storyboarded out the effects and, and really found ways to make them pop and the guy's just I mean he's a genius he makes it look so good that's cool you gotta have the right uh, special effects when it comes to horror movies and I guess a good question to ask now would be, since you're such a lifelong horror fan, what do you prefer yourself? I know this is there's two camps towards this. Do you prefer more practical effects, or are you cool with the computer effects, too? I definitely think by watching the movie, you can tell what I prefer more. Yeah. Um, I go practical whenever I can. I think it looks better. Um, and, you know, sometimes, even if a practical effect looks slightly cheesy, I think it's better anyway, because, like, you know, that's part of, like, what I love about the 80s horror films that I used to watch. That's awesome. Um, from the first draft of the script to the final cut, how do you feel about the finished product? I'm very happy. I think it turned out really good. Um, and, you know, I'm happy with the movie. I mean, I think it's, it's definitely the movie I set out to make. That's awesome to hear. And as the movie is seen by more people, what are your hopes for the movie as time progresses? I hope that people enjoy it. And, you know, tell their friends and they... Uh, definitely be spreading the word about this movie and everything and let I'll definitely let you know um, as m my friends check it out uh, what they think awesome I appreciate that definitely I think that you know uh, that's part of the world we live in today that like you have to have this grassroots campaign like you know part of part of what can make a movie too well and for anybody that's listening but is if you watch it and you like it tell your friends getting remakes of everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if enough people watch this movie and like it, I, I promise you there will be a sequel. I, I would definitely love to see a sequel to this. Um, thank you so much, James, for talking with us. Uh, before we go, um, do you have any upcoming projects that you'd like us to know about, and where can we find you online? Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at James Um That's J-A-M-E-S. C-U-L-L-E-N-T-O-R-N-E-Y. 